everything is moving towards this city being a place people want to live. People are moving here from Toronto. It's more affordable. It's got great festivals. All the stuff that you like to hear about your city, we've been hearing it now for weeks and weeks and months and months and years. And then the story comes out today that kind of, well, it, I mean, it threw a bit of a spider into the ointment, if you will. Despite all this good stuff, and it doesn't, I suppose, diminish all that other stuff in any way, but we are having, by the sounds of it, a hard time attracting doctors to come here. Why? Well, we're going to find out in just a second. But you would think that if you have a city where a lot of things are going for it, people of every profession would want to come here. You can live here less expensive than somewhere else. You can have good stuff. You know what? Apparently not. Apparently it is a struggle to find doctors who are willing to set up shop here. Why is this? Well... Jane Walker is with Hamilton Physicians. She is a recruitment specialist who has spent years now trying to recruit doctors to come to this city and work in Hamilton uh, with success, but with a struggle, as I understand it. Uh, Jane, thanks for doing this tonight. Scott, no problem. We are, according to the story I read today, we are not the number one option for doctors around. Why is that? Uh... I think maybe we need to look at it another way. I, I mean, we have been the number one do- number one place for physicians for over 220 family physicians since the program began who have decided that this is the city for them. Um, but it doesn't diminish the fact that, yeah, it's a tough market out there. It's super competitive. It's fierce to, to get doctors. And we just have to keep plugging away at it um, to make sure that that we get as many as we can so that the people of Hamilton are well looked after. But, you know, if if you take a look at community centres, for instance, and go to uh, newer communities in Hamilton, and you're going to find that their facilities are better than ours. So if you have a a doctor and uh, their family is young and, and those sorts of things are important to them, then they might choose to relocate somewhere else. Um, you know, there's always lots of factors that go into a decision when someone's deciding where it is that they're going to settle their family, uh, schools, community centers, um, you know, the job itself. There are lots of, there are many factors involved in that decision. When you do talk to doctors, when you go to, I don't know if you call them job fairs, that probably sounds a little uh, less than what it is. I mean, it's, it's a... Yeah, but when you, when no, you, that's about when you go there and you talk to them and then you hear that they've decided elsewhere, do you ever get the explanation for why they chose elsewhere or do they just go and that's the end of it? Um, sometimes, sure. They'll tell me that they've decided to go to, you know, the last, uh, I, I had somebody just the other day, I was really hoping that they were going to come here. Um, and I had uh, quite a number of practices lined up that I was going to be touring uh, this position around to. Um, but in the end, the lure of Toronto was just too much. And so they they called me up on a Saturday night and, you know, I had all these activities planned for Monday. Um, and they said, sorry, uh, we've decided we're just going to stop the process right now because Toronto is where it's at for us. Um so, yeah, that happens, and you're sad about it for a while and, and frustrated, too, because you put a lot of energy in, into the plans, but 
then what else can you do? Pick yourself up and go on to the next person and see if you can't convince that person to settle here. Is there a status? Do you, I mean, do you hear that there is a status about being a doctor in a big city like Toronto that's, that's known around the world? Or is that, is it just that there's more to do or more opportunities or something else there? Yeah, I don't think it's so much that. I think it's more that uh, many physicians are are um, have partners who are uh, physicians as well, and those those partners might be specialists. And uh, you know, as as much as we have some really wonderful um, opportunities for people here, we might not have that specific um, you know job that happens to come up at the right time in cardiology or orthopedics or whatever it is. And let's say that that opportunity does come up in Ottawa, so you're going to have that that family decide that they're going to relocate to that city. Um, so so I think it's it's you know people. Um, people are, are very positive um, about McMaster and, and everything that the hospitals and the university here have to offer. Um, but it's that sometimes, um, you know, there, there are other draws that pull someone to another city. And I was going to ask that because that seems to be that Hamilton would be a place that if you were a doctor and you look around and you see some of the facilities we have and some of the medical infrastructure, for lack of a better word, that we now have in this city, that this would be an enticing place to be. Oh, uh, for sure. It's, yeah, absolutely, Scott. I, I mean, top-notch facilities, just amazing researchers, fabulous physicians, that, you know, the nursing staff, all of the ancillary services, the allied healthcare professionals here. I, I mean, there is an awful lot to be said for the city, no question. Uh, sometimes it's those other things. It's the soft um, you know, the soft side, it's the personal side. It's, you know, how, how, do, how do the facilities at our high schools rate uh, with the facilities at high schools in, in other cities or towns? Um, it, you know, it could be those sorts of things. It's, that it's not the professional side. It's sometimes it's the personal side. Are we talking, by the way, just so we're clear, are we talking just family doctors here? Or are we talking all kinds of physicians? No, my focus is on family physicians, so I'm just speaking about family doctors. Um, but sometimes when I'm recruiting a family doctor, their specialist partner is also mm-hmm. part of the picture. So how do you go about, what is the, when, when I hear about recruiting, and again, I come from a bit more of a sports background, I think of a free agent player who's being wined and dined by some team and, you know, the contract offer is presented in front right. of them. And I mean, is that kind of what this is about? How do we go about recruiting a doctor to come to a city? I mean, sometimes that happens, but for the most part, no. Uh, what what happens is that I give presentations at the university to our family medicine residents, um, and I have a website and I have ads online, and so people find me. Um, and to date, I have 1,800 physicians who I've spoken with, emailed, um, met with, and that I keep you know track of, um, and and then those. Physicians, we start a conversation. I'll find out what it is that they're interested in, the type of practice that they're looking for, um, what the needs of their family, if there is one, what what those needs are. And then I'll put together a a package, put together a plan, um, talk to them about it, introduce them to people in the community, and then hope that's, and, and I go with them for all of those meetings, and then I hope that something clicks. 
and it's you know sometimes it's it's like going on a first date with somebody or or uh, <laughs> or a marriage too you know it's there's there's got to be that connection and the two physicians when they meet they have to feel that they have some shared values or that they're um, coming at it from this from the same sort of place and and are both interested in in similar goals um, yeah, and then the conversation continues, and and I stick around for the transition plan, which that part in and of itself usually lasts a good six, sometimes nine months. It's it's not an easy thing, you know. You buy a house, you set a date, and then you move in. There's a lot, well, I guess, similar to a house. There's a lot of things that uh, a lot of steps that need to happen in the process before you actually move in and and start practicing. Can we, as a city, or do we offer incentives, or can we? We don't offer financial incentives, no, um, and and yeah, there there aren't really incentives that that much of the province at all offers now. There are a few of the um, rural communities and northern towns that that offer incentives. Um, it's more it's the services that I provide. It's the handholding. It's making sure that physicians uh, feel that they're well supported, that they've been introduced to. A lot of other physicians in the community. Um, it's it's making sure that they feel welcome and part of the medical community, um, and and then you know then that's how I get referrals too. So then physicians who have moved here and, and really liked practicing here, then they'll make referrals there to their friends, and and then that's how I get more people. Do doctors in Toronto, because we know this the cost of living in Toronto is higher. Do doctors who work in Toronto? get paid more for the same services in the same... So if, if I'm Dr. X and Dr. Y and I do exactly the same type of medicine and the same number of procedures, will I make more living in Toronto? No, no, you don't. I mean, it's, it's you know, those rates are fixed right across the, the province. Uh, and... Um, uh, so you can get a lot more living here. You could, you could have a higher standard... Oh, I think we just lost Jane. Um... That's uh, okay. We will uh, we will move along here. Uh, you know, if you are living, we'll, we'll try to see if we can get her back. But um, if you are living in Hamilton, with what Jane just said, and you can get a lot more here, and you can have a higher standard of living here, boy, it seems like it is worth your while at least to consider. I I, I really don't understand this. I'm um, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. We, we, Jane's just getting back here. We'll just get her for one more minute here if we can. Uh, Luke is just getting her on the line. Jane, sorry we lost you there for one second. Yeah, sorry about No that. worries. We got about um, one minute. Sorry, go ahead. We got about one minute okay, left here. So, sorry, you were asking, do doctors get paid more in Toronto? And no, the answer is no. So definitely, you know, if they're looking at um, cost of living um, and then definitely they want to be considering here. And to end things on a happy note, I did have a young family. They were living downtown Toronto in a condo, heard from some friends that living in Hamilton was great, and they've decided to make the move. And starting July the 5th, they're going to be practicing here. So, you know, there are those good news stories out there, too. It's just we have to keep working to make sure we get some more. Well, and we don't have time to talk about this much, but in the story that Joanna Frickitich and The Spectator wrote today, in which we were quoted, um, it does sound like, though, we have 20 doctors retiring this year and 47 that are still practicing but over the age of 65. It sounds like yeah. you're going to be busy because that sounds like, without being too over the top, 
a, I don't know if we call it a looming crisis, but it sounds like a looming problem that there's an awful lot of our doctors who may be either going or about to go and that have to be backfilled somehow. Yes, it, it, that's just it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it feels as though it's never ending at this point. It's been 13 years and counting. So. Jane, Walker <laughs> of, Jane Walker of Hamilton Physicians. I really appreciate the time tonight, Jane. Thanks for doing this. Anytime. Take care.